You're listening to the T20 podcast with Ayaz Memon in association with Dominoes. Hyderabad have finally moved out of the bottom of the standings with an 8 wicket win over Punjab at home with me is Ayaz Memon. Ayaz, good to finally see Hyderabad sort of get their lineup right, get on the board. Yes, I think look it was a very good all-round performance by Hyderabad. They bowled extremely well which actually led them into a situation where they could conceivably win the match. relatively easily it's nothing is easy in this league as we know but if you're chasing 143 you're better off than chasing 183 or even 200 <clears throat> and then it made that that made things easier for the hyderabad team because they had the batting well with all this time but having said that they got the balance right they got the composition of the team right and just about everything that you expect to go right went right for them except of course the five overs towards the end of the punjab innings where they were walloped uh, by shikhar dhawan Okay let me take you all through the game first before I get back to Ayaz with my questions. Basically Punjab's innings was all about uh, captain Shikhar Dhawan who carried his bat to finish one run short of a century. Apart from him only Sam Curran scored in double figures making 22 as Punjab posted 143 for 9. In fact, uh, their ninth wicket partnership was also the team's most productive with Mohit Rathi joining Shikhar with the team at 18 88 for 9 after 15 overs and the two together added 55 runs to the total mayank markande was the pick of the bowlers for hyderabad picking 4 for 15 hyderabad's chase was at 45 for 2 after 8.3 overs with opener harry brook and mayank agarwal uh, back in the dressing room rahul tripathi though uh, reconnected with his from form from last season and led the attack scoring an unbeaten 74 with the skipper aidan markram providing support at the other end they won the match by 8 wickets and with 17 balls to spare Ayaz, when it works, it just works, right? And today it worked for Rahul Tripathi, one of the team's top scorers last season. And today, with Aiden for support at the other end, he made sure the team got past the finish line. In both, you know, both the matches today, we saw some powerful batting performances. We had Rinku Rinku Singh uh, playing an astounding innings for for Calcutta in in the in the first match of the of the of the day. Uh, he won an imp- improbable, some would say almost an impossible win. Uh, against the defending champions Titans, and you know, 29 runs of the last over, and he goes and hits five sixes. Uh, I mean, it will take some beating. And then you have Shikhar Dhawan making 99 not out. If anybody deserved 100, it was this guy because at one time Punjab was floundering, floundering badly. Uh, I think they were 78 for eight, and then they had a last wicket partnership, which was also worth a half century and more. And it gave them a slightly competitive score, 140, 43. Not enough to win the match, as it turned out, but something to kind of defend. Which, of, of course, it, it couldn't happen because Rahul Tripathi came on to play a wonderful knock. He's been, he's been one of those players who's a, who's a little unsung. He's not a, he doesn't have great star value attached to him. But as we've seen in the past couple of seasons, he's a rhythm player. Once he gets going, he's very, very difficult to stop. He's got his sticks and his mannerisms and and stuff like that, but he's got a very effective bat also. And then of course there was Captain Aiden Markram, whose you know whose presence almost in the middle just stabilized, you know, a little bit of a flutter if there might have been. It didn't. He didn't let it affect him, and neither did he let it affect Rahul Tripathi, and they won the match quite easily. 
I mean, a win for Hyderabad, uh, you know, is great. But those last five overs of Punjab's innings was a lesson on sort of how it's done and also how it's not done, right? I mean, Hyderabad had Natarajan, Bhuvi, and Umran bowl those last five overs, but they couldn't pick a wicket. But Punjab, for Punjab, Shikhar Dhawan had just, you know. Um, Mohit Rati for you know they were the last wicket partnership, and Mohit Rati faced only two of the last thirty deliveries. Yeah, but that's the mastery of Shikhar Dhawan. You know the way he farmed the strike, and then when he got the strike, he just clubbered the bowlers, including Umran and Bhuvneshwar Kumar and whoever else was there. Uh, you know, Hyderabad had bowled splendidly. I must say that uh, Markande was for me the pick of the bowlers, four for fifteen. But Umran picked up two wickets, and then at the top you had Marco Jansen picking up two wickets and giving Hyderabad that inroad into the Punjab innings, which they kind of then made it into a stranglehold till, of course, Shikhar went berserk in the last five overs. So, yeah, I mean there was there's a lot that Hyderabad did extremely, you know, right today, very effectively. There was a brief period where they didn't do much right, but it, as it happened, it didn't matter too much because they had a very modest target to chase. Okay, Maya Markande, actually, uh, you mentioned released by Mumbai after last season, during which he played just the two games for them. Hyderabad didn't exactly show confidence in him, but finally picked him today, and then he goes and takes four wickets, four for fifteen in his four overs, including the wicket of Sam Curran. Yeah, I think more and more as the as the tournament kind of uh, you know goes on, you'll find that. leg spinners or wrist spinners coming more into the game becoming more effective and that's been the pattern in so many seasons uh, we've saw, seen in fact the other night kolkata versus uh, uh, bangalore we saw varun chakravarty and of course there was sunil narayan who is the mystery bowler he is not he's not exactly a wrist spinner varun chakravarty both of them are both are mystery bowlers who use their their fingers more than their wrists but they turn the ball the other way And then we've got Rahul Chahar, who's been doing very well. Ravi Bishnoi, Mayank Markande, a couple of seasons back was touted as the next big thing and perhaps the most serious challenger to Yuzvendra Chahal uh, ahead of uh, Rahul Chahar and and also Ravi Bishnoi. Then he fell on hard times, so to speak, lost his place in the Mumbai team, lost his place in the franchise. He's come back, he's come back very strongly. I like the way he bowled his googlies, camouflaged them well, pitched them well. Accuracy is the key. For wrist spinners, and he had he showed all of that, uh, you know, in, in this match, picking up four wickets. Is a four wickets in a T20 game is fabulous figures. I have to get a question in on Harry Brook. Um, you have a lot of hope from him, but the yeah from the yeah from him, but you know. Did he didn't work for Hyderabad batting lower down the order, and today we see him open. He's opened in county cricket and played at number three as well. Not so much in international cricket. Is it a good time for them to do that to a player who's you know new to the pitches, new to the country, new to the tournament, and already sort of struggling and knows there's too much a lot of expectations on him? I think this was an opportunity for Harry Brook to come come good. You know, I mean, having fielded first, he knows how the pitch. uh you know was behaving or was it how how it was playing you would have seen shikhar dhawan make 99 not out uh and known perhaps that he's got the time this time you know 20 overs to play the target isn't too big he could have played himself in in a sense and then made a substantial knock to get his own form back help his team and then live up to his reputation i think i don't think there are excuses i mean look he's the most amongst the most exciting young cricketers in the world and hyderabad have pitched a lot of hope pinned a lot of hope on him getting him there into the franchise so one can't say that you know he should be shielded i think he should be in fact you know the best thing for him to do is 
take the bull by the horns and go out and make some runs it's about time you did it i think i have the solution to hyderabad's opening you know dilemma uh, abhishek sharma the team's highest scorer last season uh, and you know i mean they got anmol preet singh in uh, you know last match because they wanted him to keep as well but you know now they have harry brook opening with mayank agarwal mayank himself hasn't done too too well so would it be a solution to maybe you know punt on the guy who actually top scored for you last season and give, give him a longer run and maybe you know let mayank sit back yeah i mean look i think the hyderabad have got some selection problems of at least finding the right combo for the playing 11 yes this is a match they won but it's not it doesn't mean that all questions have been answered and abhishek sharma could be one of the answers uh, that they need because last season he was in terrific form he also bowls a bit doesn't he with his left arm spin so he's got utility even as a bowler as i mentioned earlier that pitches could help spinners even more and more as we go along so he'll be of value he's also a brilliant fielder and if there's nothing to say that you must always play, play four overseas players in you know in a in a match in the playing 11 uh if you got a replacement who's an indian player and he's he's very good and he's capable of winning matches so be it i think that you can't be dogmatic about it and say oh but i you know so much money has been paid for so and so player and we must play him to fill up the quota or fill up the quorum but that that doesn't mean that it'll help you win matches so i think there's some hard thinking that needs to be done uh in in the team management in hyderabad just the one last question before we let you go ayas uh, monday's finally we're out of the double headers monday evening game is uh, bangalore at home against lucknow lucknow uh, won two games bangalore just won the one um, good time to go be heading back home to get some points i i think it'll be a big relief for them being in kolkata because they were demolished there they were decimated by sunil narayan and varun chakravarty <laughs> and young suresh sharma hmm. so they'll be happier playing with the you know big crowd supporting them in conditions that they know well but it's not going to be easy i can tell you because lucknow have got some you know they've got krunal pandya they've got ravi bishnoi different types of spinners one is left arm the other is a leg spinner both bowling extremely well in fact krunal was the man of the match in the previous game so uh, i think what the bangalore bangalore's match against kolkata exposed was a lot of vulnerabilities in the team they are so you know they are top heavy they are very dependent on faf duplessy and virat kohli at the top uh, dinesh karthik has looked not not a patch on the kind of uh, batsman he, he he showed himself to be last season so far then glen maxwell hasn't really got going so they are struggling a bit outside of faf and and virat and that's something that lucknow will want to exploit because lucknow have their little bit of an issue which is they don't know what to do with quinton decock now that he's come and he is in india with kyle myers you know <laughs> just batting so well i think rahul needs to get some runs i think marcus toynes is is something that they haven't been able to fathom as yet what to do with him because he's not getting enough bowling mm. he's not making enough runs so maybe he is the player who quinton decock can replace yeah problem of plenty for rahul just not <laughs> regarding his own runs let's see what sele what team rahul goes with tomorrow and then we'll of course be back tomorrow night with the result of that game with ayaz Thank you so much sir. Thank you. Thank you Mandra. Bye bye. That was today's episode of the T20 podcast with Ayaz Memon in association with Dominoes. This is a Quint original podcast executive produced by Shelly Walia and Ritu Kapoor. This episode was hosted by Mandra Dorji Sahani, produced and edited by Pratik Lidhu, Anjali Palod and Kriti Ghai and a special thanks to our guest Ayaz Memon. Stay tuned for our future episodes on your preferred podcast app. You were listening to the Quinn's podcast.